0: All right. Well, let's go ahead and do this. I'm starting to sweat. Here we go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Formula America podcast. We're your host, Curtin Dillon, Dylan, and this is the Canadian GP preview slash prediction pod. And I know I say this every time, but I'm pretty excited for this race.
1: <laughs> so,
0: yeah, especially after looking at the weather report for this weekend.
1: Got rain, got afternoon, so my wife won't look at me weird when I crack a beer instead of at 8 a.m. It'll be, you know, at a more normal time more respectable time more respectable time not (laughs) not an airport time
0: right (laughs) but yeah man so we might and we'll get into a little bit but we might get a little bit of rain which would shake things up like it did last year so i'm excited for that but the thing i am super pumped about this weekend is the fact that we're gonna get to see danny ricardo coming back as a commentator now which is blowing my mind that they're doing this um but so we got Danny Ricardo and Will Arnett, the actor, and they're coming together on a show called The Grandstand, which is going to be on ESPN2. And they're doing it for this and the remainder of all the North American races. So we got this weekend. Um, they're going to be f- here for the USGP in Coda, and then back also for the race in Las Vegas. So I'm super pumped for that. I think it's pretty interesting. You know, you, Danny's got that personality. It's kind of electric and you just want to like, sit down and have a beer with him and I think this would be awesome to know Danny Ricardo is your
1: spirit animal so this is (laughs) (laughs) like um, I'm I'm super conflicted on it because I want to listen to Danny and Will Arnett do the commentating but I'm scared it's going to suck and I'm going to miss out on Crofty or Sam Collins or David Coulthard or so I'm like really conflicted Part of me is like I wanted. I'll listen to it normal. You go listen to Danny Rick, but then it's going to be awesome, and I'm going to be kicking myself that I didn't listen to it. So I um, did have the
0: same thought, and it's because you don't want like. I don't want them to start going on tangents because they're going to have uh, guest hosts or guest people coming on the show. Um, the one thing that is interesting about it is Danny Rick is actually going to be there in a commentary box at the mm-hmm. track, but Will Arnett's going to be remote uh, remote again. So i don't know it, it'll it'll hard. be interesting to see and listen to um but yeah i was looking up a, there was a statement that espn put out and uh one of their vps of production was saying that daniel's effervescent personality will resonate Ooh. on television as well as hands-on knowledge and we're very excited to be working with will he'll bring the perspective of a dedicated f1 fan to the telecast as well as his unique sense of humor but then, also, I read something by Will saying like he just started watching Formula One not too long ago,
1: um, but he watched all so the drive it, to Strive. so he's basically current
0: <laughs> right. But I think this is awesome. It's being put on by Peyton Manning's Omaha Productions, so it's kind of like how you I know the Peyton. Manning brothers do their show yeah, and that's, and that's pretty awesome. awesome, right. So um, if this can hold a candle to that, I think it'll be a success.
1: If this holds a candle to that and they want Danny to do more, is his career over. I don't know, do man. Do you I, want Danny to do a good job commentating and get more <laughs> opportunities to commentate? We'll still get well, to I see don't, him. I don't... He's not going to be gone. He'll just never be in a car again.
0: I don't think that him doing well at this would affect his career because I still think if he gets offered a position that he'll take it. Well, depend on the team. But um, is he
1: going to get offered a position if he's not a reserve driver? He's a commentator. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, either way, it'll still be good. I, It'll be good. I'm just yeah. curious if this is the beginning of the end or the I mean, midway but, point of the end. <laughs> I mean,
0: uh, honestly, without some sort of major surprises, I mean, where else does he have to go right now? Nick so Devries. I, I don't know. There is there is still Nick Devries, and we're still waiting on on word from Helmut Marco if he's going to keep him around or not. Which, still, I'm telling you, if he gets if Danny gets in that seat, I'm going to be the hugest. <laughs> by all of the, Alpha the Tower merch. <laughs> i will definitely show up in that
1: gear you know the business has got to be praying they put danny in just for the revenue from all the merchandise
0: oh for sure and any team like especially like some of these smaller teams are like please just let's get him in he'll bring yeah. the fans we'll get some more revenue we might not make money for our performance on track but at least we can sell some merch <laughs> but we'll
1: have some fans <laughs> so let's get into this so the let's circuit I'm going to let you say that. No, screw it. I'll go ahead and butcher <laughs> it. Gillies Villanueva.
0: <laughs> Not even close. It's the circuit.
1: <laughs> I don't speak French. It's. I mean, English is a dumb language in general for how many letters it doesn't pronounce. But French is on a whole nother level.
0: Yeah it is for sure People are going to get very upset Because he is a legendary Formula 1 driver And after you butchered Art Ayrton Senna, Let me get it right <laughs> You yeah, yeah. butchered Ayrton, Ayrton S- S- Sinna's <laughs> <laughs> It's like oh now he's coming after everybody else
1: Yeah now I'm going after Canadian tracks I'm, I'm sorry <laughs>
0: Not
1: really um, oh, yes. First Grand Prix 1978 70 laps 4.361 Kilometers long Which uh, as we all I care about is 2.7 miles of freedom. Hell yeah. Race record is a minute and 13 seconds from Valtteri Bottas in 2019. We got three DRS zones, but only two detection points, which I think Ooh. is going to massively benefit Red Bull.
0: There we go again.
1: Um, Yeah, that's going to be huge. And uh, yeah, do we want to talk about last year a little bit? Let's do it. So... What, well, last year,
0: for one, we had qualifying starting out with everybody on full wets because it was a complete, like, torrential downpour. There was water all over the track. I, I lost count of how many drivers went off track just mm-hmm. in Q1 alone.
1: Yeah, Vettel. I remember Vettel was calling out how ridiculous this was. and um, Yeah, that
0: was a, a big one. Again, one of the few times that you see the full wets come out.
1: Yeah. But we did see Fernando Alonso in an Alpine on the front of the grid.
0: We did. Fernando Alonso had a really good lap in Q3, which was still like half a second off of Max, um, but still good enough for second place.
1: Yeah. i ahead of Carlos Sainz and uh, Leclerc. This is going to come as a surprise, I know, but they had to replace power unit parts, and so he had a 20-place <laughs> 20, 20 grid penalty. Um, Leclerc started at the back of the grid. Yeah, fine with Yuki Tsunoda, though. So, I mean, overall, it was actually, I remember being a pretty strategically good race. I don't think it had any kinds of super craziness with a couple of VSCs and I think one safety car. Um, but the, this track has super high deg. It's historically been a two-stop race strategy um pirelli's bring in the softest tires in the lineup c3 through c3 through c5 so i definitely think we're going to see a change up in strategies um you know multiple pit stops um so we've gotten historically and carlos signs almost passed max at the end of last year's race because uh was a safety car max had already pitted and he had, he was out front, but Carlos was right behind him on a brand new set of tires due to the pit stops. So I think that we historically have some safety cars here, multiple pit stops. I think this has got a good chance for being an entertaining race. It does.
0: It does. And also last year we had uh, a Perez DNF er, very early on in the race because of his power unit. Yep. And
1: Alpha so, Tauri wow. started at the back. Yuki Tsunoda was at the back of the gym, at back of the grid for... Uh, power unit parts as well so wasn't a good race for red bull power Oof,
0: let's see what they can do this year which i think barring any sort of power unit issues or anything like that it's going to be tough to beat at least tough to beat max
1: yeah i I, especially double drs zone um i mean it's one of those things that doesn't help the red bull after quali because you know max is going to be so far out front he'll never use drs um but in the event that something happens during quality and max doesn't hit pole he's just going to be right out in first place pretty quick like it's going to and if you got
0: if you got perez somewhere in the back coming through the field you'll have to they'll have to worry about that as well but i actually read a quote the other day from christian horner that was pretty interesting talking about how now that perez is essentially out of contention for the drivers Mm -hmm. championship that he can relax And now he won't have as much pressure on him and you'll start to see an increase in his performance again, basically alluding to the fact that he couldn't handle the pressure and that, you know, like you said before, it's the truly great drivers that once they get that pressure on them, you know, they start to perform and old
1: Checo couldn't do it. No, no, he couldn't. It's kind of, it's kind of sad to see. Um, The other thing I want to point out from last year's, Um, As I'm looking at last year's race results, so it was Max P1, Carlos Sainz P2, but it was Mercedes three and four, Lewis and George. Um, And that was with the old style side pods. That was early on in last year where they were not doing good in that car. And they still pulled out with only, you know, there's three DNFs, but it was Yuki, Sonoda, Mick Schumacher, and Perez. They pulled out a three, four. They didn't start that high. Um, So apparently this track, bodes well for the Mercs and Leclerc went from 20th to 5th. So I think that this could be interesting. It will. How do you think Mercedes is going to do with
0: those upgrades? Do you think they're going to lend themselves to this medium downforce track?
1: uh, I do actually with the way they, you know, after kind of digging in, we did, I don't know if you've released those shorts yet, but really dove into the Mercedes upgrade Mercedes upgrades and uh with that whole new front suspension, I do think it's going to lend themselves some pretty good performance on this track. Um, They've seated themselves solidly as a P2. And when we're talking about double pit stop strategies, I mean, Mercedes has always led the field and making other people react to their strategies. So I think they, they've just got a full package. If that car gets a little bit faster, they're going to be really dangerous. Yep, I agree. What do you think about Aston Martin? You think uh, they got a chance this weekend? Well, I think it's interesting
0: that Fernando Alonso basically called his shot the other day and said the, the last race will be the last race without a podium.
1: Did you I watch think that?
0: Did you watch him say it,
1: though? I did not. No. Was it taken out of context? It wasn't taken out of context. It was lacking the voice inflections of what happened she said you weren't on the the interviewer said you weren't on the podium you know what does this mean he goes oh last time that'll happen and it's very Uh, much just like a haha yeah we'll never not be on the podium again like uh, it wasn't said with intention and fire at (laughs) all he wasn't staring into the soul of the camera like this is the last time he was smelling the flowers and went oh it'll, it'll be the last time." Went back to spelling flowers because um, I read that too and was like, oh shit. And then I watched the replay of it and was like, "Oh, yeah. Well, honestly,
0: I, I think that that Aston Martin is going to be fast. I think they're going to do well at this track. Um, and I think the Mercedes will also, but I also want to say that I don't think that Lance Stroll is going to do well. Um, it's his home race, but I, I, he's Lance Stroll and he can either be okay
1: borderline good or he's gonna put it into the wall in the first turn i don't know he's gonna put it in the wall this track has got some quirks to it and you throw a little bit of rain in there it's it's historically called people out and so yeah i
0: i like the starting sequence so once you get through that first turn you got the left hander and then right into that right hander mm-hmm. i think that lends itself to a, a lot of issues if somebody is not you know on it you know i'm paying attention.
1: And I've seen a lot more chatter about what is Aston Martin going to do with Lance? What are those backers and investors telling Lawrence about having his son in a car and that his son is not performing, and if we're getting all of that chatter you know through the mainstream f one media there's got to be things happening in the background, which has got to be putting pressure on Lance, who is uh, this going to oh, yeah. be another big surprise. I think he's not one of those that performs very well under pressure. Just oh. my two cents. How can you say that
0: I know, How dare You ask for me. All right. So kind of along those lines, I got a quote from George Russell. I want to read before we get into the predictions for this week. So there was a, a quote I found online where he says, this is from George Russell again. He said, there may be three drivers on the grid who you wouldn't feel comfortable going against. There's a trust between most of the drivers. I don't think these three unnamed drivers, in quotations, have the spatial awareness of others.
1: That's who funny because I would put George <laughs> as one of those three drivers.
0: <laughs> That's what I was thinking, too. He's, he's had some issues. And the big one that comes to mind is that one with Valtteri Bottas, what, two years ago. Where Lewis they, Hamilton last week, last race, <laughs> exactly.
1: Like the commentator, so, you know, he thinks it's fricking raining when it's <laughs> just sweat. Like, and then compare him about to spatial awareness, <laughs> Roman yep, Grosjean. Compared
0: to Roman Grosjean. Yep. So who do you, who do you
1: think the other two drivers are? Well, it's obviously Lance. You know, a lot of people put Max in that category, um, but I think Max is matured enough to probably have moved his way out of right that category um i don't think max two years ago you're not getting close or two three years ago no sir exactly um nicholas latifi obviously comes to mind
0: yeah well unfortunately Uh, he's no longer there but i do agree i think i think stroll is probably one well definitely one he's got a solid spot locked in pierre or Ocon? probably pierre over Ocon. that's yeah and that and George himself. Those are the, the same three. I was thinking George Pierre
1: you, and uh, George is tough. Yeah. Cause I think George has out of that lineup, the most talent by far. And I think George absolutely has the capability to be a world champion one day, but he does lack spatial awareness. He gets so intense into trying to remember all the regulations and be <laughs> a good little English boarding school boy that he forgets to look in his mirrors. Um <laughs> So it's hard to like put him in the same context as Lance Stroll because I don't think those two are comparable, but George does has a, have a history of lacking spatial awareness.
0: I agree. Yep. He sure does. All right. Well, let's get into our predictions for this weekend. Do it's it. My favorite part. I've been racking my brain. My P1 or my P2 and P3 have been driving me crazy all day. And I still don't know which one I'm going to go with here. It's going to be a game time decision.
1: I'm I'm happy with my P2 P3 but they could go either way. I could switch between them and that is kind of bugging me because I it could I'm still like I don't know. All right. Well, let's start
0: with Saturday. Who do you got qualifying on pole? Yeah, Max. Yeah, I got Max. I mean, it, it's it's at this point who else could
1: it be, right? Short of mechanical failure, Max will be on pole and he will win the race. It's, it's the, automatic. The Red All Bull's right. that good, and he is doing that good. Not just the car, but he is in sync with that thing. Exactly. All right. So,
0: P3, who are you going to go with on P3? I've
1: got Hamilton there.
0: Okay. All right. All right. I uh My P3, I'm going to go with Alonzo. I got Alonzo in
1: P3. My P2 is Alonzo, and that's what I'm saying. I can't decide if Hamilton or Alonzo is going to win out into P2. It's one of them. I've got – so here's my reasoning. Last year, Alonzo was in P2 at the start of the race. He did that well in qualifying, and he was in an Alpine that was not in the league. It, you know, it fell down pretty quick. I, I, I've, that's, that's all I got. It's, I don't know. <laughs>
0: he did he had an awesome qualifying and that car just didn't have the pace to keep him up there no it didn't um but okay so my p2 is hamilton and i did the same (laughs) i was back and forth alonzo hamilton i've got him written down here with an arrow between the two because i couldn't decide um but i i think that mercedes with those upgrades and hamilton just being hamilton i think he's going to get up there and i'm going to put hamilton above alonzo this weekend
1: I agree. I agree. I don't, I, I don't know if I agree with yours or mine more. It's, we're just going to have to wait and see. And we'll then you see. P1 max. P1
0: max. Yeah, I got max too. But the exciting thing when I looked at this is if this is the podium, that's going to be 11 world championships up on that podium. Oh my gosh. Which would be amazing. That'd so be think, insane.
1: How many, what I, do you I think the what... highest podiums at any one time was? I mean, I'm sure was, that that would... was Vettel and Schumacher ever on the podium together because that would have been 11 right there. Yeah, but Vettel win. Okay. Yeah. I guess Vettel Schumacher was out by the time Vettel won all four. Yeah. I so I, I think this might, this could potentially, and we'll have
0: to look it up, but this we'll could be potentially the highest number of world championships on a single podium. All right. Now for the favorite, the wild card. What do you got
1: as your wild card this weekend? All right. My wild card. Who do I have? I have a double points finish for Alpine.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. So you got Pierre Gasly and Esteban Ocon. You the two drivers and- I
1: probably dislike the most, but that Alpine is making leaps and strides forward. Gasly doesn't have all the points on his track tracking on his record anymore. And honestly, it's kind of the best of the rest. Yep. So you got the French team
0: with the French drivers in French Canada. They're going to do it. They're going to eat some poutine and put it on in the podium. Not on the podium, but in the points. (laughs) I said poutine. (laughs) What about you? All right. So my wild card, and I went back and forth. I don't know if it's wild enough, but I, I think given the history, it's wild enough. But my wild card is I have Leclerc top five finish. Oof! that is because
1: wild, that car is due to explode any any race now.
0: And that's the thing. I feel like I feel like one person and this might be I'm an eternal optimist. optimist so this might be my optimism coming out. But I feel like one person can only experience so much bad luck before you have to get a little bit of a reprieve. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think Charles is there yet. <laughs> I don't
1: think he's there yet. <laughs> I feel
0: like right now he's considering jumping ship and going to their endurance team after what he saw last weekend.
1: Yeah. I uh I don't you see, and that's why I don't have Leclerc in there is because I think his confidence is that shot. And we have to do a double pit stop. They're gonna do like Turning into three pit stops, all on soft tires, and accidentally throw some wets on or some shit. Like
0: he's just like, please, just give me one tire that I can take to the end of the race. I don't job. care about the rules,
1: guys. We're just gonna go medium, hard, hard. Don't get f- fancy. Just, just, just medium, hard, hard. Okay, like that's that's all we're gonna do here. Oh man, I don't
0: know. All right, well, we'll see. We'll see. We shall I see. Think, I'm excited.
1: Uh, I- I'm excited to see how Mercedes does with all these upgrades they showed a hell of a race last time um i want to see that continue it's just fun to watch them on the comeback um and see if mclaren if lando norris is going to join uh leclerc in the sad garage i
0: I hope they have a group text where they just like text (laughs) each other after every race and it's like hang on there buddy it'll be okay (laughs)
1: Well, so it was interesting. I saw a reel the other day that was talking about Max Leclaire, Norris, and Lewis all live like really close to each other in Monaco. Um, and so That's I bet I, I don't think that Lewis is probably on that group chat, but I bet Leclaire, Max, and Lando are have a group chat together. And yeah you know, they all do sim racing and all that stuff. And I saw a reel the other day where Lando was making fun of Max's sim setup that had like four monitor. It was the highest level of sim racing you could possibly have. And then it swiveled over to look at Lando's and he had a, a couch recliner, um, like a wooden desk, a single monitor (laughs) and like the, the steering wheel mounted to the wood desk and, lando is making fun of max's setup but those guys obviously all like race you know sim race together yeah he's not uh lando's not making that red bull money yeah that's exactly right i think that's what it said it said at the end of it it was like red bull versus red bull budget versus mclaren budget
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure they're the ones that are calling max be like hey can i ride on your private jet to the race you know it's not i don't think any many others have private jet money either no i mean Lando's getting paid 80 million he's getting 80 million private jets expensive this is true it's like it's like the the saying about a boat don't buy a boat just become friends with somebody with a boat that's exactly right (laughs) all right guys well i think that's it that's it for this one um if you guys like this podcast make sure you leave us a rating and a review on whatever platform you're listening to us on and make sure you share this with a friend and i think that uh It's going to be an exciting weekend, so we'll be back here after the race on Monday, and we'll talk about what happened, and we'll see how good these predictions are, and if we had 11 world titles on that podium or not.
1: I'm excited, Kurt. Looking forward to it. Hell yeah, It should be a good weekend.
0: All right. Well, on that note. Stay classy, America. See you next time.